0: Wings of Faith, I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shahr Tahon, based on a shiorim of Rav Asher Zaleg Rubensim, Zechertzadek Lebrachah. Wings of Faith, episode 54. He feeds everywhere. Sharbi Tahon, chapter 4. Chovos Alvavos Instead of becoming grateful to Hashem for the merit of being able to support others, he becomes haughty over his money. Rav Asher, we're learning how to have the correct outlook when it comes to money. I want to share with you a story of Rashmul Hanagid 993 through 1036, who was the treasurer of the sultan in Constantinople, Turkey, 800 years ago. It was a Muslim country with all Muslim ministers except for one Jew. They were all jealous of him and the royal treasury that he ran. They went to the sultan and said, how could you trust a Jew with your money? Don't you know how dishonest and sly Jews are? The sultan knew that the only person he could trust was this Jew, and so he pushed them off. They continued their accusations and pushed him to finally agree to conduct an investigation. The Sultan approached Shmuel Hanagid to conduct his mock investigation. How much money do you own? Shmuel answered, two hundred and fifty golden coins. The king challenged him. Your salary is much higher than that, and you should have much more. Shmuel replied, Your Majesty asked me how much money I own. It is true that in my vault at home I have much more, but that is not really mine. It can be taken away from me at any second, by your Majesty, by my death, or by illness. I have, however, given away 250 golden coins to charity. The only money that I consider mine is that which I gave to charity. That's mine forever. No one could ever take away that merit from me. The sultan was convinced that Shmuel Han-Hagid was the one to trust, and the other officers had nothing with which to respond. This entire story is actually an explicit gemarim in Baba Basra with different people on 11a, which says that Munbaz HaMalach emptied out all his royal treasuries, gave it all to charity, and said, Now I have acquired it as mine. I've shared this story, but want to do so in more detail. Across the street from our yeshiva lives a man named of Mayor Orlansky, who runs a koal. His grandfather, Rav Yitzhak Orlansky, a great Bobi Tachon, served as Sandik and my son's Moshe, Spris. He was involved in the following story. I've shared it earlier, in episode 30, but want to add a little bit more details to the story. The altar Navardik was training his Talmidim to understand that if one is on the highest level of Amunah, then Hashem will make sure that you are supported. Navardic taught practical... Be- and so the entire yeshiva went with the altar to the forest. They took only their tallest tefillinants' farm and did not tell anyone where they went. They did not bring any food. They sat down to learn and said, We will eat what Hashem sends us in the forest. This group was comprised of a handful of talmidim that Rav felt were ready for this. Lunchtime arrived, and no one asked, What will we eat today? Suddenly they heard a horse and a wagon. A Jewish man with a wagon full of food had wandered their way. Did you eat today? I prepared a feast for my son's bris, but when the mole came, he looked at my son and said that the bris must wait one week, due to his jaundice. I took my horse and wagon to drop off the food at a nearby city. The horse wouldn't follow directions and dragged me into the forest. Do you want to join me for a meal? The students saw how Hashem had sent them provisions. As they were eating, the man looked around and asked, Hey, what are you doing out here in the forest without food? They told him that they were there to realize that Hashem is the of Farnes, the one who feeds us, and is not limited by where we are located or by our efforts. The wagon driver got upset and said, What are you talking about? If not for the fact that I was supposed to have a bris and that it got postponed and my horse didn't cooperate and I ended up here and out of the kindness of my heart decided to share with you, you would have all starved to death. What are you talking about that Hashem is a sustainer of all? When he saw the miracle in front of his own eyes, he still thought that he was the one that had provided, but the Nebhardic Talmidim had seen and appreciated the miracle. There is one little anecdote that completes the story. Yervyozl saw his Talmidim eating with gusto, and they said, wow, Hashem really supports us. But he, he himself did not eat. How can I eat? You see, the Kaddish Baruch reveal to you an action, and you have an appetite to eat. He was on a higher level. He was also later upset to hear the negative words expressed by the wagon driver, who refused to acknowledge Hashem, and thus did not partake as well. Rav Yitzhak Orlansky was there, in the forest, as part of that group, and he told over this story. The wagon driver had the perspective that many ignorant people have. They see with their own eyes that Hashem provides parnasa and yet still maintain that they earn a living themselves without Hashem as the source. I share with you some nice stories that teach a powerful lesson. I'm certainly not telling you to go out to the forest, but I'm sharing with you that if you stay in kolal, which is much less of a miracle, you will be fed and taken care of. I'm sharing with you that if you work, keep your focus on Hashem and know that He is the only provider. Thank you for joining me. In that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shahr Bitochum, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring Bitochum to life, based on Mishyurim or on Zeli Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at Laveeras.com.